I know what you really want to know. More than how much I weigh. And how big my foot is. You don't care about that. But I know what you really want to know. Can y'all keep a secret? So can I. (laughs) How about that for an answer? You know, I have debated this and debated this. But guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to brag on Jesus. I'm going to brag on Jesus today. And I'm going to thank him for giving me, as of today, he has given me 78 years of life. Well, let's hear it. And by the way, <laughs> woohoo! All the ladies are applauding. Maybe a few guys even. But all the praise goes to Jesus. I have only had five facelifts. And they hurt a lot. And I'm actually contemplating getting one for my first 78. And I'm thinking, should I treat myself as a birthday gift? Because I could use a little. But you know what? I'm not going to do it. It is what it is. Yeah, I see a few more wrinkles. Yep. I feel a little more trying to move these bones a little bit sometimes. But you know what? God is good. And I want to tell y'all something. I do believe that God has blessed me with divine health, with these long years, and that's a great number. The Bible does say he'll give us 70, but after that it's all, (laughs) okay, we'll debate that one. But but I am going to give a, a real praise to the Lord, and I want to thank my sweet friend, Helen, here, Smith. Thank you, sweetheart. Because I had been given some medication, you guys. I only take two very minor things. Lever thought, since I'm telling it all, I'm going to tell it all. Oh, yeah, for my thyroid, low dose of that, everything's great. Never had a problem. Been taking it for a couple of years, I think. All right. Next, I'm also taking a torvastatin, which is it for high cholesterol. However, my cholesterol is low, low, low. I do take my little pill. It's the lowest dose they can give you, 10 mg's. Not had a problem. And then this... Physician's assistant, not the doctor. I was having a little issue, a little pain that I was feeling here in my side, and she thought it was a good idea to put me on this medication. And I've been faithfully taking it. And I'm supposed to be taking it for I was supposed to be taking it for three months before I came back for another checkup. And guess what happened? About a um, month or more ago, when I say I started hurting, my bones started aching. I haven't had any problems with any of my bones. 
they were they begin to ache. Well, you know what? Where's my sweeties that saying fear is a liar? Fear is a tormentor. Fear fear is a liar. And I tell you, I can identify with that song. And I will guarantee you there's some people in this church that can identify with that song. Because that is one of the greatest tools that the enemy will use on you. He will cause you to doubt, to fear. And if he can get you to believe his lies, if he can get you to believe it for a moment, he's got a little crack in that armor there that we're supposed to be wearing. And all kinds of thoughts started coming to me. What is wrong with me? And I didn't want to tell my husband. And I know you say, well, it's because you're getting old. Hush. Mind your manners and mouth. No, I knew that this was not, a, not normal, but I, 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 I didn't identify it with anything. I just thought, oh, Lord, do I have to face this? I'm going to have blah, blah, and blah, blah, blah. Y'all can fill the blanks in because I know all of you are thinking different things. It could have been. could have been. I was then, it began to intensify. It was hurting so bad. Just one morning, I just told y'all, I just, I don't know what's going on, but. I feel like I'm just falling apart. I'm just, every bone in my body is aching. He's looking at me like, what? I said, he said, every bone? <laughs> yeah, felt like it. And he said, well, you need to go to the doctor. Went to the doctor. He x-rayed my hands. And he said, well, you have a little arthritis. Can't really tell it. Except when your bones are aching. Hurt, right? And then he said, I'm going to do some blood work on you. So he ordered four different types of tests for me lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, da da, and da da. I don't even know. But he was checking me for what could be causing this issue. Every test came back negative. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. I know that sometimes we in this life are going to face problems like that. God's going to see us through whatever it is. But my, I got a clean bill of health. But I looked at him and I said, but doctor, orthopedic specialist now, hand particularly, because that's where it all was really hurting me, was in my hands when I tried to drive the car. He said, I said, doctor, but what would cause me to ache all over all my bones, he looked at me like I was maybe making it up. I wasn't. He looked like kind of stunned. He said, well, I said, could arthritis cause that? He said, well, not usually. Well, now I'm leaving puzzled, right? No answers, right? But you know what? God is so good. I had two more weeks that I was good. He was going to... Uh, have to do something else. More more pain, more agony. But I got a phone call. I, I think I called you, you called me. I don't know, one of us called each other, Helen, for something. And I was just explaining to her what was going on and how I was feeling. She prays for me, and I know a lot of you pray for me. And Helen said, well, that sounds like it could be something else. I'm thinking, oh, do I have that? I don't know. Fear is a liar. But friends,
friends, I was being attacked forcefully by a devil who really wanted to hurt me, to steal my joy and hurt me. And she said, well, this is puzzling. She says, but the more I think about it, I don't think it's that, whatever that, I don't remember the name of the thing you told me it was, could have been. But she said, I'm going to be praying for you. So the next, we had talked a pretty good little while that night, about 30 minutes or so. Next morning, I get a phone call from her, and I thought, that's unusual because she's one that tells me this. I know you have so many people in the church, and I will not call you because I will not bother you. Right? But if I need you, I'll call you. I thought, well, something's going on, okay? I answer the phone, and she says, Carolyn. She says, I have to tell you something. She says, I don't know if I had a dream or if I had a vision. I don't know which one it was, but it was one of those two. God spoke to me about you, saw you perfectly clear. And she said, he said one word to me, medicine. She said, and I don't know exactly, but I'm giving that word to you. But she said, I want to know one thing. The one medication that this physician's assistant gave you, have you read all the side effects of it? And I said, well, yeah, I, I, it's a thousand of them, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I read the first, and I thought those were the foremost on the left side of the page. Y'all ever gotten those sheets? You will be one day, and you have to get your medicine. And I read that part, but I didn't read the other part. And she said, well, read it really carefully. Read it carefully. And I'm going to, she said, spell that word for me. And that's something that other people take, but I'm the one that couldn't take it. I don't really want to tell you, but should I? Oh, that's parolizoli, whatever you say it. Something like that for acid reflux, which I've never had in my life. Ulcers, I don't have. Why I got that prescribed for me, I don't know. But I took it. Bad. Innocently. Trying to think that this might help whatever she thought would help me. Guess what? When you read it and when you find out and you talk to people who are in this field, that can cause severe bone pain, and it is very serious. They say, stop it and get to the doctor immediately. Well, I've been suffering it, not going to the doctor, not stopping it. But guess what? I stopped it. How do you, what do you think about that? And not only did, uh, not only did I stop it two days ago, I want to tell you something. No bone making. Can we just praise God for that? This is huge to me. I want you to know something, precious ones. God is for you. He doesn't want you hurt. And he will climb that mountain like Sarah was singing. Kick down the wall. He's going to do whatever he has to do coming after you. You are the apple of his eye. You're his favorite. Does God have favorites? Yes. Every one of us are his favorite child. He created you just like you are. He created, created me 
to be me. I cannot be you, and you cannot be me. Thank God I know you're saying, Lord Jesus, I don't know if I could make it if I had to be like that. But please understand, he made me this way. And we are to love one another. However we are created. Some are tall, some are short, some are skinny, some are heavier. Doesn't matter. We're exactly like he wants us for now. But wait till you see me and you in our new home. Because one of these days, people, we're going where the sun. Now, there's no need for the sun. There's no need for the moon. The Bible says for the former things of this earth are passed away. There will be no more pain. Mitzi, there will be no more death. Rich Valier, there will be no more crying. There will be none of these things. They are former. And Jesus said the Father God is going to wipe every tear from our eyes. How many of you have been crying some tears? Put your hands up. if you. I know that. I see your hand. Put your hands up. If you've been crying some tears, you're not going to cry anymore in that place called heaven. Heaven. That is God's home. That's where the Almighty abides. That's where Jesus is now seated on his magnificent throne. He's not pitiful. He's powerful. He's amazing. And he, through the Holy Spirit, lives in us today. I'm a friend of God. He calls me friend. He created me in my mother's womb perfectly. He chose me. I'm not an accident. He created me. We are fearfully, we are wonderfully made. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, you are. You are. And let me tell you something. We might think, I have three, handsome son, two, uh, a handsome son, and two absolutely beautiful daughters. Yes, I do. Give him a hand. I got two of them here today. Even the grandchildren are clapping. They know their mommy's beautiful. I love you, Lisa. I love you, Billy and Kimmy in Washington, D.C. today. I love that child. But let me tell you what. And God gave me seven grandchildren. And I love them all. Avery, Alexa, and Aiden. So blessed to have them here with us today. Amen. But let me tell you. I don't own them. They have been given to me as a gift. Loaned. Whose they are is his. He chose each one of you on this row right up here. Christina too, sweetie, and all those there. Every one of you here. Isn't that special to think about? Not only has he created us and chosen us, we are not accidentally. It wasn't because of anything. It was because he wanted you to be a part of his family. God's greatest desire.
Alan said it Wednesday night, last Wednesday night, and he spoke truth, is that he would have a family. Don't you love your family? I have my sister Martha here today. Love you, honey. My sweet sister Martha, she's 10 years older than me. I know she's going to punch me. No, she wouldn't do that. (laughs) She's two years younger than me. I'm the oldest, but I get to be the boss. Boss of the family. Always have been, will be. I have Martha, and then I have my sister Brenda, who's eight years younger, and I have my brother Charles, who's ten years younger. And that's how we know everybody's age. And And then it keeps on going down the line that way. If they don't know their age, I can figure it out. Sometimes they don't. But I want to say this. God has us here in this church as family. Do you feel that way? Do you all feel the family of God? When we come together, and listen, I love my family. I really do. I've always loved my family. We're, we're big in our family. We've always been close with family. My mother, my father, my aunt, my uncle, my cousins. My, we, we are that way. But, but Mitzi, sweet Dr. Mitzi over here, I love you so much, honey. And Tuesday morning, she said to me, they were praying for me about this service. And she said, but, but she said, I feel your pain. You didn't know what I was going through at that time. I'd only shared that with a very few people. I planned to tell it after the verdict. <sighs> and I am telling it after the verdict. But Missy. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. But that's because we're family. That's why you said that to me. You took my pain. I know you did. You're patting your little heart right now. And I feel your pain too. And we need to feel our brother's and our sister's pain. And sometimes they might not share it with you. But if they do share it with you, even the more so. But we need to pray for our brothers and our sisters. Pray. Pray, pray. Jesus prayed for you. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed that high priestly prayer. He said, I'm not just praying, Father, for these that I have here right now with me, but I'm praying for all those down through the ages that are going to come. That means us by name. When he created you, by the way, he gave you a name. You don't know what it is. It's not the name you're called by. No, nope, my name is Mary Carolyn. It's okay if you mispronounce my name. Most people do. They ask, say my name. It's Carolyn. Oh, Carolyn? No, Carolyn. It's okay. Call me Carol. Whatever you want to call me. I don't really care. You can call me Kim. That's my nickname. People can't remember the name. But he has given me a name. And you a name that will be revealed only in heaven. A new name. We're going to have new bodies. Woo! And we're going to have a new name. Yeah, you can clap. Let's applaud Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. He said, I put him. There's a new name written down in glory. Every child that comes to him. That name goes in a book called the Book of Life. There is a book called the Book of Life, and one day this is going to happen. 
first of all, is going to bow. Every tongue from Adam to whomever the last one created that is going to be allowed to be born, that tongue and those knees will bow. And that tongue will confess. Oh, yes. To the glory of God the Father. For his beloved son. In whom he is well pleased. And they, we, all will say, Jesus Christ is the Lord, the Son of God. And God is going to beam. Yes, he is. All of those people that are going to do this, though, are not going to go to heaven. The Bible says, broad is the way that will be going to destruction. Everlasting life apart from God? People think sometimes, oh, I don't even really believe that there is a hell. Better believe it. There is a hell. How do I know it? Because Jesus said it. Jesus spoke more about hell than heaven. He doesn't want you to go there. People are there right now. And they will be there for eternity. Means never ending. It means a pitch black utter darkness that is impenetrable, indescribable, unfathomable. And it means fire that will never stop burning. Horrible. It's hard to think about such a thought. But I'm sorry, but we have to think about it. Because it's a place. I remember my little grandmother, she would say, Honey, if they won't pay any other attention, you've got to shake them out over hell. Let them know there's a real hell. And there is a real heaven. The heaven where the streets are gold. We think it's so priceless and precious here that gold. No, heaven. That's what the streets are made of. Purest, translucent gold. Heaven, there's going to be a mansion for every one of us. And some say, well, I don't really want a mansion. I just want a little piece on the side. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's not the way Jesus does it. He said, I go to prepare. I go to prepare a place for you that I can bring you to me. I want you to be with me forever. Do you want to go to heaven? different from any other place you could ever imagine. And the Bible says, eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard, nor hath it entered to the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. Can we praise him again? For those that love him. Hallelujah. Woo. That's what he has done for us. He has got this place ready for us. And we want to be ready to go there. That's the point that I want to make above everything else. I'm trying to see the time. It looks like it's just about gone, right? For a minute. I haven't started yet. That was my open. Why are y'all laughing? <laughs> I want to say something here. I 
this particular time, I had several things that I wanted to say. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to conclude it because I'm saying that God answers prayer. Let me tell you what. I've had a praying family. And I am a praying mother, grandmother. And I was prayed for by a mother and a grandmother. And I know it's important to do that. I hope you're doing that for your children. I hope you're doing that for your grandchildren. The prayer that we pray touches God's heart. The fervent prayer, God says, if we ask in his will, he will grant it for us. Our prayers have to be according to his will. But his will is, what? That none should perish. Not one. That's why he will kick down any wall. That's why he will leave 99 sheep. And they're all saying, don't, 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 don't go, Master. It's treacherous out there. It's dark. It's cold. That sheep, too bad for that sheep. That sheep shouldn't have run away from the rest of the flock. Don't go, Master. You have 99 sheep here that need to. He said, no. 99 sheep I have safe in the fold. But I've got one. And I can tell you right now, everyone in this congregation somewhere has one. You have more than one. They're not in the fold. He said, but i got to go for that one. I'm going to leave these 99, but I'm going after that one. That one was me. And he found me. And he keeps dealing with me and changing me and helping me. That one is you, too. And I'm sure there's some here today that have not yet totally surrendered to him. But you need to. Prepare, the word of God says, to meet your God. The scripture also says it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. So we want to choose you this day today, whom you will serve. And for me and my house, <laughs> what are we going to do, Pat? Patricia, what are we going to do, Benindia? What are we going to do, congregation, everyone? Serve the Lord. Joshua said, draw this line here. See it? For me and my house, I'm getting on this side. Who is on the Lord's side? He said, come over here through the line. Because for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And that needs to be your declaration. Above everything else, that you have a house hold that will serve the Lord. I want to say something particularly here. I want to say that, just give me one minute. When God is putting his finger on your life, he 
has been speaking to you, if he's been speaking to you about something, there's a reason that he does this. God is preparing you for what he is preparing for you in heaven. He doesn't want you to miss heaven. And sometimes he has to correct us. He has to get us out of our comfort zone, our thing that just, uh, I'm just doing it my way. Thought. He says, that doesn't work. He doesn't change his word for you. None of us. We are not above, as we say in America, the law. Well, a lot of people are. But not God's law. God has a plan for each one of us. And he's working on us. And he has said that, I'm going to read this one thing here. Romans 8, 1 through 4 says, So there is now no condemnation to those who are and belong to Christ Jesus. Yes. But he also says that because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Sin will take you to death. Sin will will take you to death. Satan came but to steal, kill, and destroy. He doesn't play games, and he's real. He's real. But Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. I have got something right now that I want to say about Jesus. He said in his word, for these words, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some do, and especially the more so as you see the day approaching. Jesus believed in going to church. Now, that is not really an option. He doesn't give us that option. We take it that way sometimes. A lot of people do this. A lot of people do this. I've done it before. Have you ever done that? Sure. Be honest. Have you ever done that? Mm-hmm. But he said, but here's what it was said in his word about him who he is our example. This is what the writer of Hebrews said about him. On the Lord's Day, Jesus was always found where? In the temple. He was in the temple. He was in the house of God. Wherever it might be, he traveled. But when that Sabbath day came, Jesus wasn't taking an extra day off and snoozing. He didn't do that. Ever. He was found in the house of God on the Sabbath day. And the scripture says, as was his custom. As was his custom means something. 
That's what he did. And he didn't do that so much that he needed it, but we needed it. And the reason we needed it, need it so much is because it encourages us to be together. We form, we, you could be down, but you come to God's house and someone's going to lift you up. You come to God's house and you're going to lift someone else up. You are needed. This is the body. This is the family of God. And this is where family meets. Weekly. Please, please pay attention to that. And then the last thing that I want to do is I want to give praise to God right now for one of the greatest miracles. God has performed many miracles in my family and in people's lives that I love. But one of the greatest miracles that he has performed for our family happened on Saturday, October the 20th. Not yesterday, Saturday, but the week before Saturday, October the 20th. This miracle of God happened at Whitey's Fish Camp on Highway 220. This particular event involves my three granddaughters sitting right here that I love for my heart. Avery, Alexa, and Aiden. That's their birth order. My beautiful three granddaughters and their beautiful mother, Lisa, sitting right here beside her three daughters. And on this particular day, evening, Richie, who wasn't able to be here today, and Lisa were at Whitey's Fish Camp eating dinner. And the three precious sisters were home and decided they didn't want to go to the fish camp with them. They didn't want fish. They wanted, who knows, pizza. I don't know. But they didn't have any money. Most kids never do. But they know where Daddy is, and Mommy had, they got the credit card. If you got a credit card, my kids would always say, just write a check, Mom. Just write a check. Didn't matter. Just, you know, if you got checks, just do it. So they drove over to the fish camp and went in and got the credit card. And they came back to the car. Avery had been given as a gift by Richie and Lisa a beautiful brand new Kia, white, gorgeous. She's been driving everywhere. She's driven me numbers of times. Okay. They got the credit card. They were there getting ready to pull out onto 220 Highway. And Avery was going to make a left turn, but she had to cross over the two lanes to get to the safe place where she could then make her left turn. A huge uh, vehicle was coming, and that vehicle passed by. But behind that vehicle, obscured by that vehicle, was another one in the next lane. The lane closest to Avery was the one she had seen, that one. But then that had obscured the view of another one in the other lane, which she didn't see. So the first one, when it passed, she was immediately going across 
blames. Guess what happened? A horrible car accident that completely totaled their car. Completely totaled their car is what happened. And I want you to put on the screens up here, if you will. There's the picture of the car. And I want to tell you something else. Not one of these children's, not a hair on their head, nor a portion of their body. And Amy was not even charged with this because of the strange circumstances. But do you know what it could have been? Because the policemen that came, there were numerous police out there. Alexa told me. But this one particular policeman who does the assessment and knows the vehicles and checks the accidents said these words. I hope you all know this. One more inch. You would probably all have been killed instantly. And do we have something to thank God for? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the midst of life, you guys, we are in the midst of death and no one ever knows. But let me tell you one more thing. The little girl here, the youngest sister, Aiden Lee, with her cute little braces on today. Sure, she just put her hand up there. Oh, nanny. She's precious to the bone. They all are. That little one there, this was what her sister Alexa told me. And her mom told Bill. Aiden said, just before Avery was getting ready to put her key in the ignition, just before now, she saw her sister getting ready to put her key into the ignition Aiden said, I felt like I was supposed to pray. Now, she prayed a prayer that God would take care of them, not knowing in less than a minute this horrible accident, you guys, that would have changed our world forever, our lives never to be the same again. But God, but God, hallelujah, hallelujah, but God, in his great mercy, had mercy on me, on Lisa and Richie and everyone, Bill, not to speak of Avery, Alexa, and Aiden, and you will never be the same again, girls. Because I've had two accidents in my life, and I vividly remember it to this very minute. I was almost killed when I was 20 years old. I remember it clearly like it happened yesterday. You won't forget it, and I don't want you to forget it. Because Aiden, God used you, honey. God answers prayer. Aiden prayed. Thank God she prayed. And God, their names had already been called because we pray for them every day by name. Their names had been called that day. But this 
was God showing, I have the power, I believe the mighty angels of God, no more. You can't come any closer to these little children. And my daughter, Lisa, who's dabbing at her beautiful blue eyes right now, these are tears of joy. Can we all rejoice? I know we are rejoicing. I want you to stand. I want you to stand, and I want you to play. I want you to play that song, um, Something Happens. I want you to play that song, Something Happens. Do you have that? And while this song is being played, that's the only name you need to remember. Some people have gone out into eternity and they've said a curse word. Last word out of their lips, one of our family members. The individual said a expletive. But you, we want, I want to, you to know if any of us ever have a need immediate, say one word, Jesus.